Chris Rock, Chris Christie, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Paul, it don't matter, Slavs and Seven, and welcome back to episode 16 of the Wash Athlete Podcast, and we're going to start off today with trashing on Chris Paul, the biggest fraud in the NBA. Point God, he's he's not. They suck. The Suns <laughs> folded. Justin, point God, more like point fraud. Thoughts? Yeah, point fraud. Justin, what are your thoughts on the Suns? Because I know you were riding with them heavy. Now, I'll say, yeah, great point. Let me just say, and if you haven't, if you're not plugged into the basketball world, just keep listening. You'll get all you need to know. I am more disappointed in the Sixers than I am in the Suns, and we will get to that because the Sixers don't look like they care. The Suns did look like they cared last night. They just looked like they were incapable of playing basketball, and they were like a middle school basketball team. So at least they showed heart, which the Sixers did not show any heart. But Chris Paul's heart is just not doing anything. In the last four games, he was absolute dog. DeAndre Ayton got pulled because he apparently told the coach he didn't want to play anymore um, after they went down big. What? And yeah, it's like noted that like Monty Williams kind of like said, "Yo, Ayton, you want to like even play anymore? Like, do you even want to play?" And he was like, "Nah." That's absolutely like I said. Like it's I said a couple weeks ago, as long as Chris Paul is on the Suns, they are never winning a championship. Yeah, and they're, not going to, and they're not going to win a championship. And we're not going to get into it too much because it's like too nitty gritty for like mm-hmm. just a regular episode over here. Maybe we'll talk about it on an extra cycle or something. But like they're not going to get better next year. The rest, like the Memphis Grizzlies are going to get better. The Golden State Warriors are going to get better. The Denver Nuggets are going to get better. Um, that's not even counting some of the other teams. 76ers. I have to imagine. Pelicans. I have to imagine. I have to imagine yes, the Pelicans are going to get better. The Mavericks are going to get better. Like the Knicks the are going to get better. No, they're not. They, they might get better, but they're not, <laughs> not still going to be better than the Suns. Um, good try though. But Jacob put that dude. Zion was Zion's still going to be fat. I'm sorry. He still had to wear a triple X. Still going to be fat. Um, Zion should be in the NFL. Where are your teams playoff wise? You're in Cancun too. You got shut up. You all were in Cancun two weeks ago. Yes, I can because I don't have a fat setter that doesn't play. (laughs) Y'all went to Cancun and then came back. You're a Knicks fan, bro. Yeah, I am. That's why I don't follow basketball. That's why I never did. The Pelicans Pelicans are like arguably the worst franchise to ever like in the NBA. Aren't they also one of the newer franchises though? I didn't. Wait, pause. Jacob. What? What shirt yeah. are you wearing? Oh, I'm a LeBron fan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. No, when we hopped on for our listeners, before we hopped onto the pod, I had me- I had mentioned I had mentioned Jacob's shirt. I was like, Cleveland, this is for you. And I completely forgot we were talking about Jacob's pe- Jacob's Pelicans, Jacob's Pelicans, and that <laughs> no, I'm a fan of he's wearing. I mean, I am too, but that doesn't matter. But what I am a fan of is the Phoenix Suns, and I am not happy with what I saw last night. Not because they didn't care, but, like, I don't know. They just, like, I don't even know how to perfectly describe it. It was just, like, they just played bad. Like, just, they played, they chose the worst time of the year to play their worst basketball, and they just couldn't do it. They couldn't defend. They couldn't score. They had 27 points at halftime. Luka had 27. Yeah. At halftime. Yeah. And like Luca is absolutely that guy, so I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, uh-huh. they like they they got like I'm not trying to like slander them for being beat by Luca, but they just sucked like outright. It was just awful. And I was watching that game, and at a certain point, I, I, Jacob had called me. I was like, I'm not even mad because I'm like they can't do anything. Like every single offensive possession looked hard, 
every single defensive possession just looked like they couldn't even stop anyone. And I was just like, well, what do we do here? It's like, it's honestly probably the weirdest thing that's happened in the NBA in the last like three or four years in terms of result wise, maybe not trade wise, but like in terms of like the Memphis Grizzlies won a game this year by 73 points. And this was weirder than that, yeah, which is yeah. wild to say, because like the game was, if you look at the box scores, like 33 or 30 to end the game, it was worse than that. I think actually they lost by 35, but it was worse than that. Trust me. There was a point where we were like pushing 50. I was like, yeah. oh, are the Mavericks going to be up by 50? And this oh. is game seven on the Suns home court when you're the significant team and you were in the NBA finals last year. And it's not like the Mavericks have a stocked roster. Now, I think their roster has been underrated. Clearly, I think people have not given them the credit they deserve. But this isn't like a world beater roster. This isn't like you're going up against like, um, I don't even know what the great example is. It's not like you're going against the Brooklyn Nets in a game seven and you just kind of get destroyed but Raj, you know. we can't see your phone yeah, yeah. i know it happens <laughs> like that was, that I, just found, I, I just found the picture for, i think i found the episode cover picture where i say cp3 is a fraud booker didn't show up guess elon booker sorry <laughs> yeah it, and this is from when yeah. they lost the chip the chip last year yeah i mean yeah no it's I mean, it's gonna be a good run like i just don't <laughs> I'm already you completely given up on them, haven't you? <laughs> I just like I look around the league and I this was this was their shot this year, and the league was still good this year, and this was their shot. And they, they mean they, listen, they had a good year this year. They won 64 games. Um, they made the finals last year, took the Bucks to six. But when you look at it, they were up 2-0 on the Bucks. They lost that series. They were up 2-0 on the Mavericks. They lost that series. Like they had opportunities here to win an NBA championship and get to the the final to the conference finals this year and they blew it. And like I said, I don't know really if it's going to get much better. I mean, I'm sure they'll have another run with Devin Booker on their team in the next five or so years, but Deandre eight into free agent. If him and Monty Williams got beef, I don't know if he's coming back. Um, Chris Paul is just getting older. Um, and yeah. And Mikal Bridges and Cam Johnson will get better hopefully, but like, they might be close to their peak. Cam Johnson's pretty old. Mikal Bridges, oh, second in defensive player of the year this year. Like, I don't know how much better those guys are going to get. So, yeah, it's disappointing because this is kind of like the last ride. This is like, this. I, I feel almost like this is the equivalent, not in necessary sense, but this is like the equivalent of like LeBron James in a sense where I'm like, is he going to get back to another finals? Like that, that road might be over. Yeah, Raj. So, uh, how does the Suns losing that badly affect LeBron's legacy? Anyway, moving <laughs> that, on. That, that is a great that is a great question. And you know what? I think because he's friends with Chris Paul and he was on the banana boat with them, like it has a negative impact on him. Like, there's no doubting that LeBron James is responsible for the Suns blowing blowing the series. Like, the, yeah, that's the reason why Jordan, the Lakers weren't keep, good. He people, was busy. Just Jordan, like... Jordan wasn't friends with people. You don't understand. Michael Jordan didn't have friends, so he can never negatively oh, impact no. his friends. But LeBron is too. No. LeBron is too nice. That's the problem here. So because LeBron has friends, he negatively impacts his friends because LeBron's non-clutchness and free throw, free throw problems just like ooze over to his friends. <laughs> I have no clue what what that was, but okay, moving oh. on. Who do you who do you guys Ooh. think is going to be in the chip? Uh, Celtics um. versus Warriors. I mean, I I hate to root for the Celtics because I'm not rooting for them, but I do think they're going to make the finals over Miami. They just seem like they're like getting like they're playing the best basketball that they've been playing at the right time, almost like the inverse of the Suns, 
where like the Suns were doing so well and then they just completely fell apart in the playoffs versus Boston. It's like, you know, they were kind of like a fringe playoff team for a little bit, but then they just like started playing so well and Bro, like, they swept the fringe, Nets. They weren't even a fringe playoff team. They were under 500. Yeah. So like they just, they were not good. And then they just came all the way back, just storming up. Jason Tatum is incredibly good. And so, yeah, I do, I do agree with Jacob Warriors versus Celtics. And I have a bad feeling the Celtics might beat the Warriors. But I, if I, if I could root for anybody, I would root for, for Miami just because of, of the meme of Tyler Hero. Bro, um, please don't but, say you're rooting for Miami. Please. Dude, I just look. Dude, all right. Tyler Hero is his dad, okay? It's funny, okay? It's funny. It's not I funny. like the meme. Okay, the song is funny. I like it. That's what I like. I root for Miami because they have good jerseys. I think Jimmy Butler is funny, and that song is. We're good. not trying to get. We're not trying to get copyright. Oh, d- gosh. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's my that's my very intelligent opinion about basketball. If you couldn't tell, I'm an avid fan. <laughs> just like I like, just like I'm an avid LeBron hater. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, it came out of nowhere. Said that right when Jacob left. Oh my god! Because I would have started the whole MJ Lebron debate with you too. Oh well, I, I mean, I believe Lebron's the goat. So okay, never mind that. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, everything I say about Lebron's sort of sarcastic. As much as I don't want to see the Heat go to the finals after what they did to the Sixers, uh, I I think the Heat might beat the Celtics. And you're coming out west. The West. I honestly, I'm rooting for Luca, but like the Warriors are gonna pull out, pull it out. Their their trio of light skin point guards are unstoppable <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Who is gonna stop Poole, Curry, and Clay Thompson? And then you got Draymond Green playing decent basketball at age what 45 now. 45. Dude, they brought Andre Iguodala back from the dead. Dude, him dunking the basketball in the playoffs was probably one of the most like out-of-body experiences seeing that happen again. It was like, was th- did this dude just like come out of the Lazarus pit? Like, how old is he? No, when you start, when Dirk was playing his final years in Dallas, you would see him do like anything like semi-athletic, and you'd just be like, how? How did he, <laughs> exactly. like, how did he pull this off? Um, so it's crazy. No, I got, I got Warriors and um, Celtics. I'm really not high on this Warriors team. But they're just simply better than the Mavericks. I hate always like I'm one of these people, and I think it ends up like always like working in my favor. Like I think I'm usually like right on it. Um, but like the Suns are a better team than the Mavericks. Like the Mavericks simply just like got them at the end of the day. Like Suns played some bad basketball. Um, if you replay that series a hundred times, I'm sure the Suns win like ninety of them. Um, just like the ten percent chance it happens sometimes. So um, I don't think they're they're not a better roster than the Warriors, and I don't think they're going to beat them again. And the Warriors got enough defensive personnel that they can move around with Luca. And simply like they diving into a little bit more basketball, like like analytics, and diving into a little bit more basketball, like like, like play style. Like the Phoenix Suns were pretty willing to like do one on one coverage with Luca, and if he wanted, if he scored in isolation, that was fine. And they were able to hide him on defense by playing, like kind of dropping him into like his own personal zone, just having him cover ground and like free space. But like the Warriors play such a fast movement style of offense that like Luca is going to have to chase someone around the court. And that's going to either be, if he's guarding Draymond, let's say, then he might not have to chase him around, but they're probably going to set screens to get him off. So he's going to either, he's going to spend part of games chasing either Clay, Curry, or Poole. And that's going to get him very tired. And Luca's a little pudgy, not saying he's fat, but like, 
He's just a pudgier guy, just how his build is. I don't see him running around the court. So they're going to try to get as many switches onto other smaller guards just to wear him out. And I think over time, that's going to take his legs out, and he's not going to be able to shoot as well from three. I mean, some of the shots he was hitting Dude. in Game 7 were were heavily contested, but like he just had the will to get it up. But I think as the series draw, draws on, he's not going to be able to do it. So I'm not a big Warriors guy, but I think they are better than Mavericks. I'll say Warriors... In six, I want to say Warriors in seven, but I don't think I'll go that far. Warriors in six, and then I'll go Celtics in five. Um, I do not think there there is not one aspect of basketball where I think the Miami Heat are better than <laughs> the police are coming to arrest you for your take right they now. They are, yeah, <laughs> they are coming there recently. <laughs> Shout out Pittsburgh cops. Um, take so heinous it was a crime, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Wow. Oh, there's the fire truck. It was, it, was, it was a flaming hot take. They gotta get in there. <laughs> Listen, yeah, that, that was yeah. perfect. But no, I don't think this. I don't think the Miami Heat do anything on the basketball court better than my than the Celtics do. Maybe except just being like feisty and annoying. But like other than that, like the Celtics have better forward play. The Celtics have probably better guard play, and the Celtics have front court play that can match Bam. So I don't like. Jimmy Butler is going to have four guys that can defend him on a night. There's Bam's going to have zero offense. Bam probably won't even look at the basket for the entire series. Um, Kyle Lowry's dump truck's been hurting his hamstring or something. So <laughs> I'm not even sure Buddy can move anymore. Tyler Hero has a cool song about him, but otherwise he didn't shoot that well against the Sixers. So I'm not sure he's going to shoot that well against the uh, the defensive player of the year and Marcus Smart. So I look at that series and I, I don't – there's not anything that the Heat have done that really convinced me they're better than the Celtics. I said to Jacob, whichever team won the Bucks and Celtics series would win the NBA Finals, and the Celtics are going to win the NBA Finals, and I don't think it will be particularly close. Well, let's not forget when you were bagging on Jimmy Butler for not being good, he gave the Sixers like 45. Yeah, because the Sixers were worse. If we want to talk about the Sixers oh, real quick, we haven't talked about it on the podcast. My God, they're trash. <laughs> they're trash. Yeah. We we won two. We, it was serious was two two. We were down two zero. I was like, sure, we're toast. Like we're gonna go down three one, and we'll either lose in five or maybe lose in six. But it'll not be close. The series was two two. We had come back, and then we played like dog in Miami, and then we came home and we played worse. As is after Joel Embiid was on the post game press conference saying, "Oh yeah, we're going back to. I'm not really worried about this blowout game. We're going back to Philly. Like they'll see us in Philly, and they lost." Oh my god! Like what a terrible performance! I I've I've never been so disappointed in a team before. Well, you know what happens with all Philly sports teams. Every season we do well in the regular season, then we make the playoffs, and then you know it's just disappointment. I wouldn't say it's all Philly sports. I mean, the the Eagles won a Super Bowl five years ago. Well, four years ago, this will be the fifth year coming up. And then every other season we made the playoffs. Disappointment. Well, yeah, to be fair, though, a lot of football teams don't win. Like, the amount of That's franchises true. that actually win championships are, like, it's quite low. Um, like, anytime you can win a championship, it's really big for your organization and, like, whatnot. So, yeah, I, I'm not too mad about always making the playoffs. Like, I think the Sixers are kind of stuck in this rut right now where, like, it's really good for the organization to be making the playoffs because you, you host playoff games. You make a ton of money. Like, people come near – almost all the Sixers games are, like, sold out or nearly sold out because people go to them. Um, and it's a great time. It's a great time and a moneymaker for the organization, but they're just simply like not good enough to make the finals. We are the bills of the NBA. We kind of, eh. I wouldn't even say bills at that point. Like, yeah. Cause like the low key, the Cowboys, 
Low key. Low key, yeah. Is the roster good enough to be that? What What about the uh, the Suns? What about the Suns? Like, what, what's the Suns comp? Would the Suns be a good? The, the Suns are like the Chiefs. The Suns comp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Fine. Right now. Okay. Right now, but like they might like. If, I I don't know. The Chiefs are going to be better this year than the Suns will next year. But um. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind of hard to do comps because you're playing like one person. Yeah, because one person can win you NBA games and. Football is like the ultimate team sport, so like, yeah. um, it's very yeah. different. But yeah, no. What are your guys' other takes about what's been happening around the NBA? Chris Paul is a fraud. He will never win a chip. I hate Chris Paul. I hate Chris Middleton. I just hate the <laughs> okay, so hate Chris Middleton. He hates Chris Middleton because he thinks Chris Middleton is ugly. That is why he hates him. <laughs> That's, That's the only reason. Listen, when I mean, we he's watch not an attractive guy, but like, <laughs> but like again, him. he just hates the person because of how they look. Like, are you kidding me? No, no. Okay, so hear me gosh. out. Hear me out. When we were watching what the NBA mean, playoffs, hear me out? <laughs> when we were watching the NBA playoffs during the bubble, I was riding with the Heat uh, at one point, and every time I saw, why Chris- do you keep riding with the Heat? Listen, I hate the Heat. Okay. <laughs> Whatever the Sixers, I knew the Sixers were gonna choke anyways, but whatever. But at that point, I was riding with the Heat, you know, for a little bit. Every and when they were playing the Bucks, I see Chris Middleton, and every time he'd make a shot, they would just cut to his face, and I'd just go, "I hate this dude so much." But wow. again, the reason why you hate him is not because of how he plays basketball. You even admitted that oh, during yeah. the during the Bucks series <laughs> that when Chris Middleton was playing, that like if he was playing, the Bucks probably would have won that series against the mm-hmm. Celtics. And you just go, but I can't support him because he's ugly. <laughs> yeah. What does that even mean? Chris Middleton, if you're listening to this, uh, please don't take anything I say to heart because I don't want a DM from an NBA player just to get like, you know. Are you exposed. kidding me? That would be amazing. Yeah, if you got a DM from Chris Middleton that actually listen to this, let me, let me rephrase. This. Chris Middleton, if you see this, you can send me your jersey and I'll start liking you again. Okay. No, you got to double down on it. You got to. Also, keep what do you mean again? Down. When did you ever like Chris Middleton? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you liked him when he was playing for the G League. Uh, Buck G League. Oh, he was not on. I think he played on the G League Pistons. I think that's where he played. Um, but. Damn, yeah, I, forgot the pist- I forgot the Patrick Pistons Beverly. were a t- Pat Bev. <laughs> you mean the dude who should Patrick wear Beverly. he should wear black Air Forces to the basketball what game from now on? Like, but what does he have wrong with like Chris Paul? Okay, like, this opens up a broader this opens up a broader conversation about like the sports coverage because I think we've seen some of the worst sports coverage and some of the best co- sports coverage in like the recent um the, this recent couple of months. So like JJ Redick, former Sixer great guy has joined like espn and he's been like absolutely killing it because he's just like said some he's just like laid it out onto some of these like old heads and like idiots who are like covering the game like some guy was like talking about uh about his name is mad dog on espn i don't know what the hell that's about his name's chris but um oh god chris coward no 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 No, it's like mad dog it's like a whole thing yeah yeah. yeah. anyway mad dog was saying how bob Cousy was better than chris paul whatever then then um what is it jj reddick was out there being like yeah jj reddick's like yeah because bob Cousy played with uh because he played with plumbers and electricians or whatever like mailman (laughs) and mailman yeah yeah, it was like ridiculous it was so funny and so true um but 
Then also he called he called Mad Dog like the Fox Sports because he was they were talking about how players shouldn't have a voice. Yes. Goes, oh. Yeah, you're trying to do what you're trying to do <laughs> what Fox News does. Yeah. That kind of propaganda. I was like, what? Yeah, no, he he went for his throat on that one. He was like, he was saying, what was the line? It was like, I don't like the ah, what was the word he said? It was like basically, I don't like the implication or like something like that, where it's like of like what you're saying right now, because it's like you're only saying this to a specific group of players that you're saying shouldn't be talking right now. It's like, hmm, seems like you have another agenda there. Yeah, it was. So he's been killing it, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, okay. His name's Chris Russo for people interested. You can look him up. He, he goes by Mad Dog on ESPN. Why Mad Dog? I don't know. Don't ask me. Um, and so he was, Chris, Mad Dog was talking about how Draymond Green, who has a podcast and he like kind of goes on his podcast after basketball games. It's kind of weird, but like whatever. Um, and he was talking about, and um, Mad Dog was like not being like he shouldn't do that. Um, and then he called out this guy um, and he pretty much compared Mad Dog to the way Fox News talks about athletes, but just the way he said it, like on air on ESPN, was just like so directly like calling out Fox News and pretty much calling like this guy just like completely like you're just trying to devalue athletes, and it was really funny and kind of true too, um, actually very true. But um, but no, JD Rick been doing good with some of the basketball world, like Pat Beverly, whatever he was on today, like I don't necessarily disagree with some of the things he said, but the way you go about saying that, like they talked about earlier this year, how like. Uh, Dylan Brooks like broke the code. I don't know what the hell the code is, but um, broke the code when he like hit um, Gary Payton in a second on the head on a foul. That was really aggressive. Everyone's like, "Oh, he broke the code." Pat Beverly's out there saying that people aren't scared of Chris Paul, that he should deserve Ben Simmons type slander, and all these things. It's like, why? Like that? If that that's breaking the NBA code, like no one should be getting Ben Simmons type slander, and you're pretty much just like. Chris Paul deserves that. And he's like, Chris Paul, they're not scared of him on defense, which I agree with, but like, you don't need to be an ass about it. Like, yeah. And like, it's just all like, it's all just amplified by the fact that Pat Patrick Beverly's ass is home. He went home in the first round and they had 20 point leads, multiple games where they could have, they could have easily beat the Memphis Grizzlies in advance and said they didn't. So Pat Bev is sitting back one, like who left one round sooner than the Phoenix suns. And is like, Chris Paul, terrible which like i i have no problem with role players like talking about the game they know so much more basketball than any of us know about but like he was just being like actively disrespectful and not like putting any analysis into it so well, uh, yeah the sports media is a hoot well i also saw that clip of um pat Bev like decking chris paul so it seems like he's hated chris paul for like a minute now for, and it doesn't seem like there's any legitimate reason for why he's hating on him so much. I think it's just... Oh, it, it's totally because Chris Paul's, like, savvy, and he, like, baits fouls and stuff like that. So, Pat Bev pisses Pat Bev off, because Pat Bev's one of those guys who, like, fights through every play, super, like, hard nose, like, and whatnot. So, they just doesn't appreciate that stuff. Well, I guess, um, you know, Chris Paul could have uh, countered saying, are people really um, scared about Pat Bev offensively? <laughs> No, but the problem is if you – and this is part of the at problem with athletes. If he responds, then clearly something something that Pat Bev said got to that him. That's true. And that's, that's the problem. It's like you can say whatever the hell you want, but once people respond, they're willing to call you out. 
Exactly. Like this is why KD gets so much slanders because people because KD responds to his haters sometimes. Yeah. And <laughs> his burner. And, and then, yeah, exactly. And then people are like, "Wait, hold on. You shouldn't be responding. You're a pro athlete." So like, if you're Chris Paul, you can't respond because clearly, clearly, something he said bothers you. Yeah, and also I will say, like, of all people where it's like, oh, he broke the code, whatever, and then Pat Bev is out here talking like, oh, yeah, like, everybody should listen to me on what I have to say. It's like, bro, you are, like, ready to throw haymakers at any point during a basketball game. (laughs) Like, don't even be acting like you're some, like, you're this, like, messiah where it's like, oh, I know exactly what you're going on a basketball game. It's like... Don't get me wrong. He's a great hard-nosed defender. Like, and again, I'm not the biggest basketball fan. I, but from what I can gather, the things that I have seen Pat Bev do, this dude is an absolute menace. Like, on, both on and off the basketball court. Like Raj was alluding to earlier at one point, that guy should walk into every single basketball game with black Air Force Ones on at all yep. times, just to let everybody in there know exactly the type of player that he is. He does not care about anybody's opinion. He's going to get that basketball whether you like it or not. Yeah, it's it's just baffling to me that you would, you would go on air today and use that time to just tear someone down as much as you did. Exactly. And wasn't uh, Chris Paul oh the former um, president of the Players Association? That's wild. Yep. Yep. Fighting for the players' rights. Nope. He deserves Ben Simmons type slander because Ben Simmons literally hasn't played basketball in like over a year and is getting paid yeah. like millions of dollars. And he still has to go into surgery. Mitch just blindly robbed two NBA teams and all he did was just sit. Do you guys think if we really tried that we could put together film like Ben Simmons and then bait an NBA team into drafting somebody. Do you not, think that's possible? I'm not sure if we could draft ourselves, but we could get that's pretty what, close. Not us, but like I'm saying, like if we find like a decent basketball player and like try and like make the film look as accurate as possible to Ben Simmons, if a team would take the bait, so like essentially, a, yeah, maybe it would be tough. The pub, the public would totally take the bait. Like, you see That's one funny. guy do something cool on a basketball court, and they're like, oh, man. Like, Zion was a good player in high school, but, like, Zion got so much more hype because of his yeah. amazing dunks and whatnot. And, like, social media just has a huge impact on sports. I mean, it has a huge impact on everything. But, like, sports specifically, like, you put a highlight reel out, and people see you jumping out the gym or splashing threes. And, like, when Ben Simmons makes a three, yeah, it looks pretty good. But you know what? When he bricks the other 20 or doesn't shoot them, he <laughs> show up on film. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think I've seen him take more than two threes in my life. And the, one of them... Yeah, it's it was he's like, only made four in the league. Exa- that was the one thing. It was like, um, I, I vividly remember this one clip that like it was either SportsCenter or ESPN or somebody posted it like one year. And it was like, it was Ben Simmons shooting a three, hitting it. And the announcer goes, no, they'll finally stop getting mad at him. And he like never took a three again. <laughs> Just yeah. never shot. And it's like, oh, like, okay, that's cool. Just take one shot that is like, all right. It no. seems like this is a Bishop, uh, Bishop Sycamore type situation where you're trying to like a fake like player <laughs> or team to just try to pull the public. Yeah. That is exactly what I'm thinking. You want to make that a is... Bishop Sycamore basketball team? Yo. I mean, they could play against Pitt. 
I'm trying to go play Gonzaga or something right now. <laughs> I'm trying to go play Gonzaga. Yo, oh, Drew Timmy God. got nothing on my drive. <laughs> I don't think Drew Timmy will be there anymore. Um, oh, rats. Uh, but no, yeah, the NBA has been very interesting. We haven't talked about it much. But yeah, so we got Raj going Heat. So just go through your who you think who you taken in the finals. Heat Warriors. How many games? Heat Warriors. Uh, Heat Warriors. Warriors in six. Wow. Okay. There um, you go. Warriors. Celtics. Um, I want the Warriors to win, which is kind of surprising, um, considering. Uh, you know. But like, it's not surprising at all. Everybody just hates Boston. It's fine. I could, like, I could not be like, less shocked just, that you want the Warriors to win. It's a weird change from me, like <laughs> actively rooting against them when LeBron was there. But um, probably. Well, it's more like you're rooting for LeBron. The Warriors win because they had like all the four superstars. But like, um, well, three plus, yeah, three plus Draymond. Did you three just call Draymond Green a superstar? And it was really quite uh, Curry, and <laughs> KD. But anyways, um, I would say probably Celtics and six. I think that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Breaking news, okay. folks. Jacob thinks Draymond Green is a superstar. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most hollow response. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um, so, I'll go through mine very quickly. Uh, Warriors, Celtics, Celtics, and six. I don't agree with Jacob. Warriors, Celtics, Celtics, okay. and five. Uh, damn. I'll, I'll differentiate from the past. Six feels yeah. so easy. I know a lot of series do end in six, but, like, Six just feels always too easy. It's like, yeah, ah, oh, one team's better than the other, but I'll give the other one at least a couple games. So it was in six. Yeah, like a ton of series. Like probably like most of the series I've predicted this playoff cycle have been like this team in six. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the Celtics. Are, I I'm rooting for the Celtics, which is strange being a Sixers fan. Um, but like, I I like the best team to win. By the end of the year, I don't like crazy upsets. Like the Boston Celtics have been playing the best basketball. Well, the Bucks were, and then Chris Milton got hurt. But out of the teams left, the Boston Celtics deserve to win the NBA championship the most, in my opinion. That's fair. And no, I'm not. I'm not gonna like. What are you gonna do about it? The fact that he's rooting for the Celtics, but (laughs) he said that he wants the best team by the end of the like the team that should win to win. So I'm gonna remember that. Yeah, I mean, if the, Celt- if the Celtics start to fold in the Miami series, and I see that Miami is a better team, then I'll and Miami wins, and I'll be like, actually, no, I hate Miami. But um, <laughs> but if, if the Ma- if the Mavericks play really good basketball for the rest of the way and win the finals, then like I'll be like, yeah, I'm glad the best team won. But I do think the Celtics are the best team. Um, by so far. you're got, rooting for the best team to win, except for the Heat. <laughs> well, the Heat aren't the best team. They're like the fourth. Best <laughs> oh team my really. god! <laughs> but what if they are? What? They're just not. But um, you can't just say they're not. Like, what if they end up being the best team? Listen, I don't think you understand. The Heat are not, oh are not like that. Oh my god! <laughs> and but if they, if they did actually win and they won so dominantly, like. I'd give him my flowers, but also I have reads. I don't know. Emi Adoko is a su- assistant coach of the Sixers. He's coaching the Boston Celtics, and people were like questioning if he would get fired by the All Star break because they were playing so bad. Yeah. They so to were see him turn around this team, yeah. seeing him turn this team around has been absolutely it's awesome. Scary. Oh, I take the Miami Vice <laughs> jersey's <scary>. fake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which but- <laughs> jersey? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but Emo Doku, uh, Al Horford's a former Sixer who got screwed over by the roster construction and fight, but I appreciated the time he was there. Except when his wife called out the Sixers organization, that wasn't fun. Um, but, um, but yeah, Celtics good team. Sixers should have drafted Tatum. So, oh, that's hard. That's yeah, really hard. It, it's really <sighs> tough. Imagine, imagine a world where you would have had like Ben Simmons, JJ Redick. Uh, let's just let's just say you still would have gotten Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. Dude, I think if you guys had Jimmy still, like. As much as you hate Jimmy Buckets, you guys would be a no, lot. No, I don't. Better. I don't hate Jimmy Butler. I just think he's overrated as a star, and he did play really well in that Sixers series. So I will give him my flowers there. But like, he's just one of those players that like he's very like not good in the, like. Okay, this is kind of how I feel about Luca a little bit. Luca's better than Jimmy Butler, obviously, and Luca's still like a great player in the NBA. But like, Luca didn't do like like he wasn't like that for most of the regular season. And he comes back in the playoffs, and he's playing really well. I mean, he was like third; he was fourth on my MVP ballot, I think, for what he did in the second half of the year. But like, you do lose a little bit of points. Like Jimmy Butler wasn't really like that in the regular season. So I like, see. I don't like players who are just like don't really play the regular season, and they're just like, okay, cool, the postseason's here. I'll try now. <laughs> um, I guess they still got the one seed, so that logic falls off a little bit. But um, <laughs> but also, the East was an absolute bloodbath. But like. That's, That's why I appreciate the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns won out. They were the best team in the league. They played like the best team in the league. They won 64 regular season games. No one was even close. They had injuries and health and safety protocols left and right, and they still won 64 games. Honestly, that team stays healthy. They probably win 70 games. So, yeah, that's my basketball. Too bad Chris days. Paul's on that team. I am. Too, too bad. Be so much better if like, ever I don't since know. he wore Patrick, that outfit. If Patrick Beverly was there. I'm sure they would have won in. Five. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely would have won. He would have clamped Luca. Put him no, in oh, yeah. Would have like shot him or something in the middle of the game. <laughs> it's like, the, it's like the Marcus Smart foul where he like flops crazy and it's like the <laughs> sniper in the background. And yes. Like, oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you haven't. For anyone watching, look up Dylan Brooks' flop organ on like YouTube. There's this thing of him flopping at college. He played for Oregon, and my man's is flying for <laughs> no reason. He's like five feet up. He hit the ground hard, and I was like, "So he's just, he's selling the bit." Like, oh yeah, Laker too. <laughs> yeah, he he sold it. And uh, hey, cheers to Dylan Brooks. Cheers to Dylan Brooks. Hey, cheers. Um. Yeah, jeez. I mean, basketball's just been, like, crazy. Like, I feel like sports have been just, like, crazy lately. Like, I know, like, no one really here, like, follows hockey that much. But, like, at least here in Pittsburgh, the Penguins series versus the Rangers was insane. Like, was it? They, so the Penguins had a 3-1 series lead at one point. Um, they beat the Rangers. They put seven wow. goals up against the Rangers twice in the series. They went into triple overtime in another game and won that in Madison Square Garden. And they lost the series to the Rangers in overtime in Game 7. That was probably one of like the dumbest things I have ever seen. They had all of the momentum, and they just lost. Like, I don't know how. I, and I know there was, like, there was some like injury on like Crosby. I think it was like a cross-check. It was like a cheap shot or something. Mm. But he was playing. Like he, in game seven, the arguably one of the greatest hockey players of all time was playing. They had 
everybody back, and they just lost to the Rangers. And it's just like, oh, okay, I guess that's it. Like, moving on. And now the city of Pittsburgh was so depressed last night. It was absurd. It was so weird. Oh my no, god! No, it's just that's crazy that I don't even know. Like, I don't follow hockey like that. So, like, the unless it was, unless of course it was the Flyers, but like the fact yeah. that they got absolutely bodied that series. Well, they were bodying, and then they got bodied, and that yeah. was like a crazy thing. And I literally had no idea. I didn't even know. Never hear I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't even know the playoffs were happening. Exactly. Like no one. Like I didn't. I didn't know that was happening until like I saw like one of the highlights on my Instagram feed of a dude like kick flipping a puck like into the air and like smacking it back like around the goal. It was one of the greatest goals I've ever seen. And it was like, oh yeah, this is just happening right now. And it's like. What? Yeah. How do I not know about this? And it's like, oh yeah, this is game seven of one of the most intense series like ever. It's like, oh, cool. That's pretty I, cool. I'm not gonna watch it because I didn't even know this was happening. But yeah. that's cool. Also, another note in the sports world: the the Reds threw oh. a no hitter against the Pirates and lost. Wait, 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 wait! Hold the. Wait Did you guys second. not hear about this? No. How do you? Because wait. they walk. I think they walked wow. four batters. And they never scored a run the entire game, so they lost one nothing. <laughs> the Pirates won a game. No, 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 the Reds are worse this year. The last time I had checked, the Reds were like four and twenty-three when I had come back to Pittsburgh, and they played some more games. So I, they probably only have like at least six wins on the season. But no, yeah, the Reds. That's the, Reds, the mo- that might be the most pathetic thing I've ever. heard. Oh, I know. There was no, not one hit that entire game. Now I don't. I don't know if it was four. I like. I'm guessing it was four walks, but like I. I don't know like the actual specifics, but like. Yeah, wow. they lost. They lost one nothing against the Pirates in a game where they threw a new no hitter. Not one, oh. not one person hit the ball and got got on base. Dude, I would lost. want a refund after that game. That would be the most boring game of baseball ever. Actually, it's a clutching. It's a it's a pitching clinic. Either way you look at it, like no one scored. Yeah, I guess like, that's fair. That, like, no one scored except for the four walks. But like, yeah. but no, it's just very. It's very. Oh, maybe a steal happened. Maybe they didn't have to walk four batters. What if oh, people, well, the, the, the some dude just like steal every single base? <laughs> I I was thinking I was talking to my dad about this. Like, what do you say? Like, if you're you're the manager of a baseball team for both teams, even yeah. what do you say after the game? Like, what if you're the Pirates manager? What do you say? Like, well, guys, good job, good, good job, good job. We won the game. It's like you didn't hit the ball once. But like, it's like, you, you, could suck. Like, you could be like p- pitcher. You did really well today. But the Reds yeah. also suck. And if you're the Reds coach, you're like batters. We couldn't get one run in the entire game. Exactly. It's like yeah, our pitcher literally so threw a no hitter. Then, Wait, like, so that means both teams threw a no hitter. Right? No, no, no. They could have hits. On oh, the other okay. Teams, so but they just didn't score. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it just, it was, I saw it come across and I was like, that's not real, is it? And it's just funny that it's well, the Pirates who are historically course, bad at baseball, um, and then the Reds who have been garbage all year. I'll take over since yeah. Andres isn't here. Yeah. Um, um, Liverpool and Chelsea just played in the FA Cup final, and Liverpool um, they won six. Liverpool won. Oh sh! 
Okay. Yes. You need to stop this sentence right where you're going. Because the fact that you posted Liverpool (laughs) on your story instead of Kenny Pickett getting drafted to the Steelers, (laughs) that was the most disrespectful (laughs) thing I have ever seen. It's more disrespectful than Pat Bev. That is so disrespectful. You've been a Liverpool fan for like two weeks. It just so happens that. Chelsea and Liverpool played in another cup final, and Chelsea also lost 6-5 in penalties. Um, so, it's been a tough week for Chelsea fans. On top of that, uh, the Premier League is about to finish up, and uh, it's a really tight race. Um, Liverpool has a chance to um, win the Premier League, but it looks like Man City might take it. Um, if Man City either loses or ties, I think Liverpool has to win by a significant margin. Um, Liverpool could win the Premier League, and then if they win the Champions League, they could win the quadruple. So that would be crazy. I'm not. I'm new to this. I'm new to soccer because Liverpool is my team. Yeah, because you're a real big Liverpool Liverpool fan, huh? Yeah. Then why did you post them on your story? I'm a Liverpool fan because I chose Chelsea. Oh, your team. God. Oh my god. I chose Chelsea. So not no. only are you a Bama fan, but you're now a Liverpool let me, let me fan. Explain, seems a little convenient. Let me it seems a little so, convenient. Friend, Granted, um, both those teams are like really dominant in their sport. Um, I'm not going to call you a front runner, but he's a Chelsea fan. So <laughs> I'm going to call you a front because runner. Because of that, I was going to choose Chelsea. Then I heard that uh, Chelsea is apparently just like not a very like is a very much so like hated team and not a good team to be rooting for, especially nowadays for whatever reason. So I was like, okay, never mind then. I then recalled that a couple years back, my aunt had told me that um, um, she and uh, my uncle were uh, Liverpool fans. So I chose Liverpool. That's it. Yeah. Because I wasn't in a soccer because I wasn't in a soccer. I just didn't pay attention. A couple years back. But you didn't post about Liverpool any time since... It really is convenient. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know what's wrong with it. It's just funny that like once he started following soccer, it was like conveniently no, Liverpool won the championship that There's year. There just hasn't been anything to root for. Like, what am I going to root for? <laughs> yeah, that's not Where, a tough look for you. And he started really like, getting into no, basketball once the Pelicans like, started to get fan. good. That's because it's a cool jersey. and I let Bro, you you're literally wearing a Miami so. jersey. <laughs> there was a great player. When he was in the, uh, the NBA. You are wearing a Miami Heat you jersey. You can't tell me that you wouldn't want to get a Miami. If you were to get a jersey, you wouldn't be in like a Miami Vice jersey. <sighs> okay, are you a Portland Trailblazers? Are you a Trailblazers? Now, now he owns. Now he now he's a part owner of the Utah. Are you a Trailblazers fan? I have a Damian Lillard jersey okay. in that closet right now, okay? Because he is an awesome player. I don't I claim to actually follow the NBA either. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, I thought you were going to say absolutely. I was like, hell no, yeah. they're horrible. <laughs> they're so bad. And David Lillard's like, the oh, yeah, the like, oh, like, he's so loyal to his team. That team has been terrible to him for years. 
He went to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, they can't that was really cool. be yeah, one year. They, they got smoked by the Rockets, I think, but I don't even remember. They, they took it to Game Seven. No, it was the Warriors. Like, Warriors. Was the Warriors? Why Rockets haven't made the Finals? Either stop shooting threes. God. Yeah. It wasn't really, really that close. They, yeah, they, they were like because Raj said the Rockets haven't made the Finals. Right. Are oh, you talking about the Rockets? Like they have, but it was, it's been a while. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Trailblazers. Why are we, Raj, did you, <laughs> why did we stop talking about the Rockets? Raj, did you not say the Rockets had made the finals? They made the finals. We're not talking yeah, about the I'm finals. they got really, really close. Yeah, well, yeah, it has, because they, the, they made the finals with Hakeem. I'm talking about, like, in recent years. I don't know anything about the NBA yeah, I don't know about anything about the NBA. Why are we it's having back so many different conversations? Like <laughs> what is happening? I don't know anymore. What is happening? Yes, but yes, the Rockets did get close, and they shot a historic like O of twenty three. They shot, they missed like twenty two straight three point shots and lost that game. Oh uh, like, yeah, five. sounds like James Harden likes to carry that legacy on. Actually, no, it was Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza was worse. I can't. Oh, Trevor gosh. Ariza was so dog in that series. Like that was that was awful. Not a dog, but just dog. You know, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Very, very different when someone yeah. is D O G versus D A W G. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is really fast. Um, but I guess we'll just do another sports update that no one cares about. But another <laughs> high schooler ran sub four in the mile, becoming the 14th high schooler ever to run sub four in the mile, which is baffling. Uh, he just like ran it on some like random like Pennsylvania track. He ran it all by himself, no pacers, just absolutely nuts. And I'm always looking at him like that kid is too. Two, maybe three years younger than me, and he's far more successful than I'll ever be in the running world. Like these, high, like the fact that high school athletes can go like straight to the league and stuff is just absolutely the amount of talent you have to have is just out of this world. I didn't even like no proper like training for running or like any tra- proper training for anything until I started like getting older and like looking into it more. I'm like, and there are kids out here running sub four miles. There are kids out here like going right to the G League. Um, like James, uh, not James Wiseman, but like Jonathan Kaminga, who plays for the Warriors right now, he went right from high school into the G League for a year, and then like in the NBA now. Like the fact wow. that people are so talented in high school to like do pro, and eighteen-year-old Arian Knighton just ran the fourth fastest two hundred meter time ever, and is on track to like go wow. like Usain yeah, Bolt yeah. style. I remember, and he's eighteen years old in high school. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, I and remember, it's just uh, the fact that high school, school athletes can uh, just do any of this kind of stuff a is sugar bowl meet absurd for our track. And um, like, it because like, really aren't nice. a lot of schools all across like southern states, like Alabama, Mississippi, uh, and then some other like uh, states. They'd come to um, to New Orleans for it, and like there would be people running the four hundred like well under fifty seconds, and like. Not only can I not sustain that speed, I can't run fast enough to get up to that speed, so I can't sustain it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, like it's absolutely wild what suddenly like some uh, the like some high school athletes can do. Like watching like Matt Cullen, <laughs> like when he was running and, like, in a like, dead sprint, yeah, like he was going absolutely insane, like in his sprint. No, yeah. Well, and it's funny, especially in the distance world, like, you'll see people, like, running sub-four-minute miles. Like, I can barely run that speed for, like, one lap. That's, like, the... So, like, I could, like, realistically hang with them for, like, maybe 500 meters if I was lucky. So, the fact that, like... 
the fact that people just like do that, that is just absurd. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's strange. <laughs> mm. Well, in another sports update, uh, curl. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to talk about curling. Uh- <laughs> well, in another sports update, uh, Rayshon Rondo allegedly threatened a woman yeah. with a gun at her house last week. Just bro, now, I've, bro. There's been so many athletes, like recently, that have had controversies. Like I, this this Jerry recent str- this recent yeah these recent strings are just actually ridiculous. Like I mean, this is Rajon Rondo. There's Jerry Judy. There's yeah. I don't even know if I can name them all. There's just, I've been a ton of athletes recently Alvin getting involved. In, and it started the year we, with like Henry. We totally Ruggs. forgot about Alvin Kamara. He like yeah. assaulted somebody after the Pro Bowl, and then everybody stopped talking about it. Yeah, because the Super Bowl happened. Yeah, and then it's just like, like the, oh, best, it's gone. the best time to commit a felony is in football world is between like the biggest event of the year. Um, <laughs> well, might as well but, plug NFL memes once again. Uh, yes, the U.S. So penitentiary good. system has a better <laughs> wide receiver core than the Chicago Bears. Which, they're not wrong. <laughs> Honestly, it has a better receiving core than a lot of teams in the right league. <laughs> yeah. I'm Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy's a solid like wide receiver. Dude, that's a that prison, that prison league go crazy. Jacob, I don't want to hear one thing about Bama. Deshaun Watson at QB. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, because isn't there that picture of? It's like Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, Smith, and, and uh, Jalen uh, Waddle. Uh, <laughs> it's like two of them are in the uh, penitentiary uh, things. <laughs> the two of them have the uh, like the NFL jerseys on. It's like, uh, and then it's like Thanos, like. Yeah, I want to say it was there. Um, and uh, yeah, you sure, know, go Henry Ruggs, Smith's freshman year. Um, there was another Bama wide receiver that was also on that team that's in the NFL right now. Take a guess. No, he's on the Atlanta Falcons. Calvin Ridley. So, I guess where he is now. Prison. <laughs> Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley? Ah! Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, At least Calvin Ridley, like, placed a sports bet. Like, that, I can forgive that. Can I we can't... find out what he bet on? I want to know what the bet was. Falcons going 0-17. It, it was a parlay. Like, it was like he was a, it was a team in the parlay that he had picked was the Falcons. I just don't know how someone gets... 16 games for that. That just feels like... Like, I get that it's, like, it's the integrity of the game, whatever. But, like, why is it that when somebody, like, has a parlay and includes their team in it when they're not even playing on the team, they get 16 games. Like, it's basically an indefinite suspension. Like, we don't know really when he's going to come back. It's like, we know it's this season, but, like, after that... he's out all season. No, yeah, it's, like, it's this entire season, but it might be more than that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If people if if a, if a if assaulters and perpetrators like got 3 4 years, listen, I'd be fine with the league suspending Calvin Ridley for a year, but like you got guys who are like like Deshaun Watson if the league decides to crack down on it, which again, we like didn't get charged in any civil suits for it. We don't know where that's all going, and I don't know what the story well, is. He there. didn't get charged in a legal suit. I don't know about civil though. That might be a yeah, different yeah, civil, thing. civil might be different. But like, he's not getting charged by the grand jury or anything. But 
So I'm not going to like comment on like what his case out looks like, like, but the league decides to do something about it. He's probably going to get a four to six game kind of suspension. Which is insane. Yeah. When Calvin Ridley placed a little bit of money on a team he wasn't playing for. And I understand it's like, well, he still gambled on the team he like was a part of, but like he wasn't playing. But exactly. also, I don't know. I just, I hate to see very talented athletes get in their own way. And it, it really just sucks to see because when you see these things, like it's, it's very self-destructive, like mental health type behaviors, because it's just like, when you see someone like Henry Ruggs, who has a ton of money in the world, who yeah. is DUI and then kills someone, it's just like you, you got in your own way. And when you see someone like Rajon Rondo, who apparently threatened his wife, his ex-wife at the time, his ex-wife, um, wife at the time at gunpoint, it's like, what are you doing? Like, it's not like you're making like a rational decision and something went wrong. Like Jerry Judy's situation is like a little bit different. Like he didn't commit any like direct felonies. He just like might have like aided or like embedded, but um, which is not great. But it's just like. I hate seeing athletes do this to themselves because it not only does it suck for the fans, but it sucks for them and their like their life and they screw up. Yeah. I think another player like that is as sad as it is. It's Antonio Brown. Like that dude was on top of the world. And I know like Jacob, I'm not even like actually going to like be mean about this one solely because of, he was the best receiver in the league. Still to this day, he has some of the best footwork on routes I have ever seen. And he was so unbelievably talented. And then he just threw all of that away. And that could have been due to mental health issues. It could have been due to that CTE where he was getting headhunted by Vontez Perfect. Like (laughs) this could have been a whole laundry list of things going on. But it, it really is just like sad to see just someone kind of like throw it away and like Obviously, there are a lot of other things going on. Yeah, it's going a bit. Jacob here, but there's obviously there could be a lot going on in their lives, like for this to happen. But it's like it's just so sad to like watch someone like at their like peak be so unbelievably talented, and then like it kind of just falls apart for them. Oh, like, Jacob, Jacob's like, putting on his Antonio Brown jersey. Yeah, I, I could tell, but like I don't know why stuff would be falling over. Oh no, he might be putting on the shirt. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, well, still, well, I would not be. I fun. don't know. <laughs> but AB anyway. tweeted 50 minutes ago or yeah. four hours ago. He wants to retire as a Steeler. I know, and it's like, dude, you burned that bridge so badly. Tomlin does not want him back. Dude, the fact that Tomlin was able to keep him, Big Ben, and Le'Veon Bell together for like the amount of time that they were together, it seemed so toxic. But the fact that he was able to keep them in the same locker room for that long, honestly, give this man every single Coach of the Year award. Like, yeah, forever. Like, that is amazing. And at the time, we never knew. No, but, no. like, hindsight, like, it just d- destroys us. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. it just, like I said, it, like we said, it was said Peter, it's like an oversimplified view to be like, oh, yeah, they got in their own way because there's so many other issues that can be playing on, whether it's just, like, mental health, CTE, like, not a good support system around them. But... <laughs> all that you don't have a okay. uh, did you get attacked by a ghost I, I really or something Antonio Brown for um you know the cool uh you know times he had in Pittsburgh called it when he was really good oh you know, he had oh, like, okay. he, he he a very exciting it. player I mean, he was very good um 
like, you know, he did a lot more for the Steelers than I ever will do. You know, I'm expecting. So, but... Uh, <laughs> cool time. He also just was so crazy, like, after he left um, and leading up to it. So, yeah. I would not want... I mean, I wouldn't want Antonio Brown back. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> if he'd won a Super Bowl, you know, for the team. But, Probably. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Well, I think I think the idea of like retiring as a Steeler would just be like getting a like a one day contract, but still like I don't know, like you said that bit bridge is burned, like just give it up. <laughs> I just it always seems like it's football too, and I don't know why. I don't know what the difference is there, but like basketball, like this Rajon Ronda situation is like a little bit strange, but like it's not as common in basketball to like it's always something new with football. Like their Kareem Hunt situation wasn't long ago. Oh, um, yeah, Ray Rice. Ray Ray Rice was a big deal. Yeah, like what? What? Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. That was a, uh, dude. Th- have you seen the doc about Aaron Hernandez? No, it's insane. Like he, like I think I forget what he was like actually convicted for. I think it was like killing like two people. He might have killed like upwards of ten people. Like. Kyle. It's insane. Like he probably didn't get convicted for a lot of it, but like he was actually caught. Like at least there was evidence for like the two whatever. And but it was, like, might have been like a legit serial killer while playing for the New England Patriots. My man's was killing on and off the field. Okay, there hey, it is. Man, we're uh, on from that <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All That's right. How Next, um, please, somebody find something to talk about. Uh, uh, well, uh, there was a there was a little topic brought up pickleball Raj before this, not pickleball before this podcast about social media influencers and and Raj, what was the word you used to describe them? I like, forget what word did I use. Did I, I say pull, like bozos? Like I don't remember what I said. I, I don't. Think, I don't. I don't think it was bozos. But um, <laughs> what? Uh, so listen, I was at the gym, so I probably was saying something stupid, honestly. You said, um, yeah, we're just going to make fun of social media influencers. So, so what are our thoughts on in- social media influ- influencers? Because I feel like they're very, like <laughs> there's very different sides of social media okay. influencers. I mean, when I was saying that, I-, I was referring to like maybe like more of like the gym side of those influencers because like oh, one so thing you. I... Which one I am not a gym Sorry. influencer. <laughs> I just have Wash Twenty on your bucked up. Yeah, <laughs> but please use Wash Twenty on buckedup.com for twenty percent off your purchase of any pre workout products you'd like. Such a scumbag. <laughs> no, but like I was thinking about it because like over the years, like when I recently got into lifting and stuff, like I'm like looking at TikTok and stuff, and like before, like I will admit, like I see like influencers benching two twenty five, like it's nothing. And, like, social media has made it to the point where it's, like, if you can't bench 225, you're just weak or something like that. Isn't it, like, only 1% of people? Yeah, 1% of people, people can only bench that. And yeah. it's just influencers and just people on social media have made it seem like it's, like, the bare minimum you should be doing. Yeah, I think I, I definitely agree with that one where it's, like, I think this also kind of somewhat connects to what we were talking about a little bit. But, like, how 
you know, some influencers, well, they'll kind of like, oh, they'll advertise as like they're just like the super strong person, whatever. And then someone figures out that they're on steroids and then it's like mm-hmm. their entire persona just completely falls apart. So it's like they're obviously they're doing it to themselves. They're setting the, like these like really high expectations that everybody has of them because it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just casually benching like 600 pounds for reps. And it's like, I don't think a normal person can do that. Like, I'm just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I, you could be the, like, 0. .0, like, 30 zeros, 1% exception to that. But I don't know. Like, I don't think that's really accurate. Then somebody does, like, some deep dive on them. And it's like, yeah, they're probably on steroids. Mm-hmm. So then it's like they have a choice to either double down and say, no, I'm not on steroids. And then just become irrelevant because no one wants to listen to them. Or they have to admit, yes, I have been taking steroids and lying to every single person that I've that's been following me and like trying to like take my advice seriously. It's like, mm. how can I take your advice seriously if you literally just been lying the whole time? Yeah, and then like even on TikTok, like I will admit, like uh, Peter knows JPG coaching. Yeah, the god our god and savior with the little lap pull down exercise. <laughs> but basically, like I mean, I like. At first, I watched his videos and I'm like, you know, a little skeptical because I'm like, what is, are these dudes' qualifications to like give out this advice? But then, like, you know, someone else called him out and he like gave his qualifications for everything. So, like, if I watch his videos, like, you know, I'll, I'll like give it a shot and try his workouts. But then you see these like, maybe like kids even our age act like they're like these big influencers. And then we have, in a, reality, we, are, we have a friend who's trying to make it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. talk about it, but. <laughs> yeah, you just 20 on Buck. <laughs> Moving on. Another shameless plug. Moving on. I mean, like, it's like seeing kids like our age, like post like workouts and stuff that right they just see other people doing. And they just like, yeah, yeah, do this workout. If you want wings or like if you want boulder shoulders, you just got to do this. And it's like, that's just, it's such an oversimplification. Mm-hmm. And like, even where. Um, especially on uh, JPG coaching, especially where people like see an exercise and he's like, Oh, this is a good way to like isolate this muscle. And then under any other video of somebody doing any other exercise, these people are like, Oh, that's not good because JPG said this, whatever. It's like, that's guys, that's not what he's saying. Like you're taking it completely out of context. It's like, here's a good exercise. And then they see anything else. And it's like, I know more than you. It's like, no, you don't. You sit there and watch TikToks. Like it's not actual, like mm-hmm. you don't know enough about that. It's like JPG has like some crazy, like, I think he has like actual like background in like education mm-hmm. on like sports something i don't know i don't exactly yeah Yeah, something yeah yeah but because then there's there's guys like him and then there's also there's another one um it's like noel something but he's like yeah it's he's the dude is like absolutely enormous but he's like very very open that he takes steroids and he's like yeah you can't look like me unless you take steroids and i don't recommend anybody does that so it's like oh so it's like you can kind of listen to him where he's like, yeah, this is a good exercise. It's like, you're not going to look like me by doing it because I took steroids, but this is still good. It's like, okay, that seems pretty valid there. Versus, did, just com- did he provide any reasonings why he took steroids? Well, because so in bodybuilding, especially, mm-hmm. it's not really regulated. Uh, it's like there's like certain things you can and can't take, but it's like a very gray area type of thing. So like everybody's kind of just on steroids. So it's at least to a certain extent. So mm. it's just like it's especially sure. when you get up to like those like upper echelons. It's like everybody's on roids and they're like pretty open about it because it's like that's what you have to do to like even keep up. 
So it's mm, like, oh, fair okay. enough. Okay. Yeah, and like going along with that, like the one thing it does is it kind of makes like a toxic gym culture in a way yeah. where like people are lifting and like they're expecting results fast and to like look like that after like even when JPG did his little lap pull down like video first, exactly. everyone started doing it at the gym and like even I I started it, Peter did too. Like everyone does it and like I see like I remember at my home gym I saw like these high schoolers trying to do it and they're like expecting like these really cool results and they're trying to do like a lat spread in the mirror they're like yeah, oh my like, god dude they it do it like so one well. time and they're like yo I can already see it it's like that's not how muscles work <laughs> yeah and it just makes like an unnatural expectation for what your like yeah. your body's gonna look like after you do work like work out like I like I know there's some influencers I've been working out for maybe like five plus years. It's so like that's how they got that physique. Like, 10. like it's yeah. like a long time. Yeah, and they get that physique either through like SARMs or like HGH or anything like that, or it's just because they've been working out for ten plus years. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then it creates like a toxic culture overall, and like the gym and everything, and like especially with like kids our age and like high schoolers. They the think like goblins. yeah, exactly. They think working out for one year, like oh, it's not optimal enough. Do this. <laughs> yeah, they, I think I think it just that sentiment is like spread out through like a lot of other things where it's like the gym culture through like social media has such become like a, everyone wears gym sharks. Everyone wears the cutoff shirts. Yeah. Everyone wears over the ear headphones while they're working out and carries around a shaker bottle that they put water in, even though that's not really what the point of a shaker bottle is. Um, Justin, you legitimately just called out me, Peter and Andres in one sentence. I'm going to take these over the ear headphones off real quick. Uh, I'm going to wear cutoffs. <laughs> So I, it, it creates all this, like these stereotypes. And then I feel like if you go into the gym and you're not like, like as a runner, like I walk into the gym, like not dressed, like as like a lifter and I'm like, I'm really out of place here, aren't I? Um, but like, that's just part of like the social media, just like everyone like gets on board with it. And then suddenly you start to view other people as like, what you're doing isn't right. Cause you're not you're not dressed properly. Like, oh, you clearly don't lift. Like you're wearing a long sleeve shirt in the gym. And it's like, maybe they just want to wear a long sleeve See, I shirt. mean, clothing may be a stretch for some people. Like, personally, I don't care what you wear to the gym or anything, but, like, I don't know oh, about yeah, others. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. I yeah, think, yeah, I know. But yeah. I know there's definitely others out there who definitely, like, look at you and, like, be like, oh, you're not wearing Gymshark, you're not a real lifter, I something think like that. with that, it really comes down to, like, it's the gym culture that I feel like on social media, especially it's like, it's the loudest people at the gym. The ones that are either have some insecurities that they're trying to cover up by posting about it on social media. A lot people that think they know what they're talking about, like trying to do whatever. Um, those people have kind of like merged gym culture into like this weird sort of thing versus on like an individual level. Like if you like ask anybody at the gym that like looks more experienced, like, I guarantee you, like, 90% of the time, they are not any of those gym assholes that are going to be like, oh, how do you not know what's going on here? They're, like, there you don't is know what nothing, an RDL is? Exactly. There is nothing more that an actual, like, person, yeah. someone that goes to the gym would love to teach you how to do stuff. Because that's, like, actual gym rats, like me and Raj, love helping people <laughs> and, like, having people do stuff properly like whenever jacob comes with us to the gym we're trying to turn him into a greek god by the end of this summer why because we want more gym rats in the gym because remember ape strong together that was caesar exactly. the more gym rats we have the more we collectively get stronger and the more profit i make for my discount code use watch 20 for 20 percent off your <laughs> <Dude>, my ears <laughs>
Dustin. Just, <laughs> just you you must, it's, it's a free plug. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean that's just like that's like my take on it because like at least uh like the most of the time whenever i'm at the gym like i i am that guy with the cutoff with the over the head like headphones whatever with everything but like i I have noticed at times it's like when someone's like struggling with something like i will literally just go up and ask like hey do you need help with this and it usually like it catches them off guard a little bit but it's like once you just start like talking to somebody it's like no no no, like i literally just want to help like that's Mm. like it's no issue with that it's like i just want to make sure you're doing it right so that way you get like the right mm. form so you don't mm. hurt yourself and you actually get like the best out of the exercise and it's like Number. that culture i feel like needs to be pushed a lot more and yeah. i have seen there are some influencers that are doing talk. it yeah. but it's definitely not uh, as much as it the should the one be. guy who's like the one bald shaking dude. his phone no no the no, one shaking guy, his phone yes the dude shaking like, his phone every now and then he'll have a yes. video where it's like gets sentimental yes there's so that guy and that. there's there's the one bald dude that's always it's like it's always a it's like a stitch of like someone making fun of somebody at the gym and then it's just like Mm -hmm. this absolutely shredded dude who's like you need to be better like you need to be lifting people up at the gym if you know what's good you need to be able to tell them that it's so funny but it's like it's so genuine too (laughs) and then there's like there's a third guy what he does is he like kind of does an exercise with incorrect form and oh, then, like, and then he like shows you how to do it properly. He, like yeah. it cuts him shaking his head with like a sound over, and then it goes back to like how to yeah. properly do it, yeah. which is like that's the kind of like thing you need for like especially exactly. like, lifting TikTok, like showing how to do it right, not like shaming anyone. Because I remember like I see videos of like people recording their sets, and like someone would be like, "Oh my god, this person walked in front of me during my set. He's such a perv or something like that." <laughs> or they, oh. they would do something like that and like that this guy you're talking about the bald dude who would like shut him down like yeah because it's what just I, about like just making the gym more accessible yeah. i feel like it's like yeah. it's not it shouldn't like, be this it's scary kind of like gatekeeping in a way <laughs> yeah that's yeah, true it's like it shouldn't be this scary thing it should just be like hey like if you want to make yourself better come to the gym i don't care how much you're lifting as long as you're doing it safely mm-hmm. and like you're doing it in the way that you think is the best for you go for it just like sex. Ding ding. Oh. Hey yo! <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> That's all I could think about when you were saying that. I was like, "This sounds like a lot like what they tell you in health, sex education." <laughs> Why is that where your mind went? <laughs> because you were like, "As long as you do it safely." <laughs> you know what? Sure. Let's go with that. So just to be clear, no, this is not going to cut out. This is this has to stay. This <laughs> has so, to stay sex. Let's let's title this episode "The Birds and the Bees of Safe Sex" and call no. it a day. <laughs> no. Can this please, dude? The amount of views we'll get for that. We need to end this podcast right now. <laughs> this part has to be the part that we. Can oh my god, dude! That would be amazing. <laughs> we will get. <laughs> can we just do a hard cut and just be done with the episode? <laughs> No, but on but on your guys's note, like uh, there is those social media people that are like super like niche and just like yeah, this is the way to do it. But then there's also like this side that's like overly positive that I see a lot. Where I'm just like, yes, I'm like I don't know. Like they're just doing a whole lot to like be like they're like be like oh you can't like I don't know. There's I don't know. There's just a very positive side to social media sometimes where I'm like I think it's a little over the top. Mm-hmm. And I like I don't know what to like what to put my finger on it, but I'm like I don't know if everything is that that sunshine and rainbows like my exactly. that situ- the situation I'm in right now just kind of sucks. So I don't need to hear that it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Fair, fair. Very do fair, got, my friend. Do we do we got anything else for this podcast? I literally cannot think of anything oh, else because you completely nope. derailed. Anything. Yeah, there's, there's gonna be some other people who watch this podcast, and they're gonna be. There is no down. way that is the bro, first thing you thought of, bro. Listen to the back, like listen to it back. Is use context exactly. clues. We were talking bro. about the gym. I know you were talking about the gym. I mean, I is guess it? you can associate cardio with it, but like you do you. Oh my god! End this episode <laughs> right now. I'm not associating cardio with anything. I was saying that what Peter was saying. End about the, gym. the episode so now. We're increasing watch time by doing this, though. Oh you know, my they're gonna, god! They're gonna hear this crazy clip, then they're gonna be like, "Okay, where does this happen?" The video I did the context. Can we so please just hard cut and just like video. don't even end the episode properly? <laughs> just done. We're done. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> And, and on that note, we will end the 16th episode of the Wash Athlete Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed hearing all about sports today. Pretty much just the main theme of the episode. Um, like I said, drop a review. Use code SWAT20 at Bucked Up. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Adios. Bye. Go Kenny Pickett. <laughs>